Welcome to Draw One Last Breath Podcast. My name is Matt. And I'm Paul. Welcome to our 85th episode. We have been to the cinema to watch Don't Breathe 2. We have a special question from moi for our something to scream about. And our movie from The Vault is Friday the 13th, Part 2. Hello. How are you doing, mate? You alright? Yeah, good, man. You had a good week? Yeah, a good couple of weeks, you know. A couple of weeks, good yeah. A couple of weeks. Time flies when you're having fun, doesn't it? It does, mate. It does. What a good couple of weeks it has been. Have you watched anything spectacular? Have I watched anything spectacular? I've watched a couple of things. Not necessarily horror that we've obviously spoke about uh, already with Marvel What If, which was fucking brilliant. Yeah, we still haven't had, you know, the Marvel zombie episode. Mm, which I think we're going to have to come. talk about that in depth, I'm afraid. Hell yeah. Um, but the, fir- the first three have been fantastic. I'm guessing you've watched the, f- the one that came out today. No, I haven't. Oh, you no. haven't had time. No. It's a shame. No, I haven't, unfortunately. Recorded on a Wednesday f- for the first time. So, yeah, it was good. The first two, you know, it was a bit teary-eyed with the uh, the Chichala one. That was awesome. It's interesting, the characters, the, the actors who they've got to do the voices. Because mm. they've done pretty well with, like, getting the majority of the actual actors. However, in the latest one, there's a couple of them, big hitters, they haven't actually got the voice for. Oh really? Yeah, and I didn't know. I didn't take note with. I don't think Chris Evans did. No, Captain America. Did, no. But in the last episode, like the Kurt Russell was involved, and yeah. you know, it was it was really quite impressive having Benicio, to, you know, Totoro back and yeah. Michael Rooker. Wow, you That's know, nice. a big That's... paycheck for probably about half a day's work is not bad, yeah, is it? But it's just a shame. A couple of the just didn't have all of them. Maybe they didn't. They wanted too much money. Some but I have finally watched something that i've been meaning to watch for a long time we would have seen this movie at fright fest probably a couple of years ago it was uh the follow-up to train to busan peninsula yeah i watched that like what a couple of months ago didn't i it was because it's on amazon prime yeah, what did you what did you think of I it i finally got round to doing it i was like i sat there you know when you sat there in front of the and it takes you about fucking 45 minutes to find something across all the platforms. Now we've got everything. I'm glad I'm not the only one. And yeah. And, and I just like was sifting through and I was like, fuck, I haven't even seen it. So I was like, I'll just watch that because I, I, I was in the mood for something horror based. So I stuck it on and, and I was, I was, I liked it quite a lot. I mean, it's no train to Busan, that's for sure. Um, a lot of CGI was used in it. Sort of, I sort of remember saying it was something like Fast, Fast and Furious. Yeah, it's got a lot of car stuff, but I think there's a bit too much CGI stuff for me. I like the concept of it, it's quite cool and stuff, and I like the idea. One of my favourite bits was uh, the bit where all the zombies are trapped in that kind of, like, Z-shaped kind of building. Because I was like, oh wow, like, that's got to be, there's something else that's got to be used with that. And like, obviously later on, or something, I don't know, because why would they focus on it so much? And that scene was pretty cool where they shine the light on it. But then, obviously, yeah, it comes into the end of play again at the end of the film, which was really, really cool. But I, I liked it. It was really good. But I just don't think it had that, like, wow factor as the first one. Out, no, which definitely It's just hard not. to live up to because it was really... But, yeah, it was good. What about you? What have you watched? So, new Netflix um, series, which mm. I thought was a movie. 
Um, brand new cherry flavour. I've watched the first episode. So I've watched the first four, I think, or three or four. And it's like a limited, so it's only, there's eight, eight episodes, I think. Yeah. Um, what did your impression of the first episode? Well, it doesn't, there's not much happens in the first episode, so it's a bit kind of a, a slow. Um, I liked, I liked it. I liked it. I mean, I, I don't think I've watched enough. I hope you're going to tell me it's really, really good, so I can continue. Okay. If it's crap, I'm not going to bother. <laughs> Again, you know, everyone loves the Pixies at the moment. That's what I'm saying. So well, there's the a, 90s is a big thing, it's, isn't it? It's 90. The 90s has got a resurgence now. Yeah. We have the 80s. The 90s are now getting it. So we've got a real lush 90s soundtrack running through, which is great. And um, the style of the, it's got a style of sort of that. Um, uh, film film noir in some aspects, I mm. suppose. So like the likes of LA Confidential, Mulholland Drive, that sort of feel, but yeah. a real sort of voodoo esque feel into it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the whole witchy vibe, witchy vibe to it. Some really dark sound sequences um, mm. in it so far, and I don't know. I really love the the way it's shot. It's just it's it's quite beautiful to watch. Yeah. Um, just, I hope like you know when some of these things you invest in it and then it just goes on oh, not going to get another season I just I really there's so much stuff like that I just don't want this to happen to things that I'm going to get invested in do you know what I mean just so do you think it will keep going do you think it's worthy of keep going I want to see what's going to happen in the next four episodes mate it's got some you know because it could just be that one one thing mm. it's saying limited series it's not like an ongoing thing no. they put that on there this time so it's not ah, like a, a case right. of a cancellation I see what you mean. It, is, right. it is limited a one and done kind yeah, of thing yeah okay. one and done so that's that's what I'm hoping to see it all okay. tied up in a nice little bow at the end so I'm we not, shall I'm see I'm up for that I'm up for that yeah um, other than that a couple of Amazon Prime Buttes um, I watched uh, well I watched Free Guy at the cinema you know it was good fun Ryan okay. Reynolds and I watched uh, Boss Level which is a bit more gorier um, with um, Frank Grillo sort of starring. It's another sort of uh, Groundhog Day action-y type, uh, action-y type thing. Obviously, you had the comedy side with Palm Springs, which was great. Yeah, I love that. This is fucking nuts. This okay. is Frank Grillo dying again and again and again <laughs> in lots of wonderful, weird ways. And it's got a good cr- um, support cast. Well, I say support cast, but they are. But Mel Gibson... Is in it and uh, Naomi Watts as well. Okay, so it's definitely worth a watch, mate. Mm, interesting. I'll check that bad boy out. Oh, I've got one last thing I want to actually talk about. Now, I went to the cinema and took my kids. Yeah, the cinema guys. I went to the cinema. There is such a place still. Um, I went to went to the cinema and watched Space Jam Two. <laughs> right. Okay. And I don't know if I've spoke to you about this yet. I think I spoke to a couple of other people. But I was like a bit dubious. I was like, I wasn't a massive fan of the first one. I was like, I'll take the kids along. It's for the kids anyway, not for me. But sure, how? Sure. But <laughs> however, as it got to the end, you know when they have the big like face-off and the big game starts, because it's um, Universal owned, they have a load of the properties from Universal uh, come into the movie. So literally, King Kong comes down like all the Wizard of Oz characters. But then, when I look in the crowd, Pennywise the Clown is in the crowd. Which version? The the most recent version. Oh, okay. And, like, the Gremlins. Gremlins are there. Oh, wow. There's absolutely loads of different characters. Uh, loads of characters from Harry Potter in there. Like, there's, like, literally so many. The Iron Giant. But there's, like, loads of horror characters in the crowd. Oh, fantastic. Like, so many. That you, I was, like, trying to spot them all and everything. And it's just, like, 
It's really, really cool. Even my little girl, she knows who Pennywise is because they always talk about it at school and stuff like that. But even she was like, like gobsmacked. But I just thought I'd raise that because it's, uh, it's well funny. Good little nods there. I like yeah, that. Yeah. Good use of the property. Why I not? Don't know. I think I've got a feeling Chucky might have been in there somewhere as well. Okay. I don't know. Maybe he wasn't. I don't know the own, who owns it. Universal mm. own that. Don't oh, know. I'm not sure. I don't know. Don't know. It's all over the place at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, it's cool. But yeah. Anyway. News. Let's On do some, some news. news. Well, talking about it, might as well talk about Chucky. October 4th, I believe it's got its date for sci fi. Mm. So the uh, Dom Mancini sort of uh, TV series. Yep. Seen a little little taster of Chucky. Yep. That uh, looks properly good. No CGI. It looks proper animatronic. I'm quite looking forward to it. It's got to be like the, the classic Chucky in it. It's, yeah. it's got to be. Like, I like the Aubrey Plaza. Like yeah. Future, that sort of futuristic well, yeah, we, one's good. We reviewed that, fun. didn't we, back in the day? And we didn't think it was that bad. Um, so yeah, looking forward to that. Bride of Chucky has just popped onto Netflix as well. <laughs> yes. So yeah. go and go and watch that bad boy. Lots of Chucky news there. Awesome. Um, what else we got? What we do in the shadows. Yes. The third season. No, is... I haven't even watched the first and the second season yet. Fuck me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love the movie. You it got me awesome. into what was that? Season, um, series nine or no? What was it called? Section nine. Yeah. From the boys from um, League of Gentlemen. Do you remember that? That oh, um, 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 inside number nine. Inside, inside number nine. Is it inside number nine? Yeah, or well, something like that. Whatever it's called, it's something to do with number yes, nine. Yes, it is. Great fucking series. Yeah, Loved I love it. it. What we do in the shadows. You've seen the doc. You've seen the mockumentary. Oh yeah, it's I love fucking it. stellar. This is obviously a new. It's just the first season. There's like a scene with like Tilda Swinton, Danny Trejo. People are saying it's better than the actual film. I fucking love it. Is it? The characters are fucking I just, great. It's one of those things where I, I saw it was on, like, and I just haven't got around. I don't even, what is it even on? Is it BBC or? Uh, I don't even know where I watched it. What did, what we do in the shadows? Where did I watch it? BBC, I thought I watched it on catch up. Cause it must be because it's not on like, it's not on Amazon or, or Netflix. It's on like. FX. It's coming out on FX, FX on okay. September the 2nd, right. the third season. Some of these great neon posters that they have. Yeah, I've seen fantastic. them online. Yeah, they look really cool. So they made them look so cool. Um, I would definitely get out there. And How check long were the episodes? Are they very long? No, I think I remember rightly, they were like 30, 30 minutes. Oh, cool. I can smash through that. Easy. Yeah, man. Um, talk about another series. The final series of The Walking Dead. Yep. Is on Disney+. Plus. Yes. It's week by week though, isn't it? Yes. And it started. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it started. Yeah, it started. Yeah, twenty second, I think. Yeah, I'm not gonna watch it until it's all out. You're still a season behind, aren't you? I'm half a season behind, half but season I'm gonna behind. catch up. You're gonna catch I start up, watching, and then yeah. maybe we'll do it week by. Maybe we'll have, we might do that. Yeah, maybe that'd be a one good a week, shot. Yeah. One every two weeks, two every two weeks, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Talk about two episodes on a podcast or something. Yeah, that'd be cool, actually. Um. Okay. What we got? Uh, new movie alert. Um, I don't think we've discussed this one before, called Behemoth, or Behemoth. How do you yeah. say that word? Behemoth. Uh, Behemoth. 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 Behemoth? <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> um, this is from first-time director Peter Sefcik, who you will know, okay. or you should know, as an FX artist. In He's done like Harry Potter. He's done some fucking big shit. Mm. All right. So we're expecting big, prime, practical effects from this dude. Okay. Okay. 
Um, so he's, this is his first time he's coming. It will be unleashed on level 33 entertainment on digital platforms on August the 27th. The plot that I have here for it um, is um, quite interesting. Joshua Riverton spent 10 years working for a global chemical BMOF notorious for their environment, environmental negligence. When his daughter develops a mysterious illness, he steps forward as a whistleblower, throwing his life into chaos. He's convicted. He's convinced that his company's negligence has made his daughter sick and there are dark forces hiding mm. the truth. When given the chance to confront his old boss, he, he, he allows a standoff to escalate into violence and Josh is shot into the process. Now Josh is on the run, eating painkillers and holding on to a, wo- a Woland hostage. Josh demands answers about his daughter's illness, but with each passing moment around Woland, Josh's grasp on reality began to unravel. Is it the painkillers or is he seeing shit? Now the trailer, I, li- I watched a little bit of a trailer and it's him versus this big fuck off demon. <laughs> it is very impressive little, it's not really, it's not a fight. He's just getting thrown around a fucking room. And you start to see the sort of gates of hell. Oh, it's okay. really quite, an, and it's really stunning sort of work. Yeah. For what, I don't know how much the budget is, but it's it's quite stu- stunning. Okay. And I'll show you the poster. The poster looks awesome. Oh, wow. Yeah, the poster's well, like, detailed. That looks yeah, cool. I know, man. I like it's that. good artwork, isn't it? What's that coming out on? Um, digital release. I don't know. It's got Your... We don't know. Sure. It has not been told which digital platform. So oh, keep an eye out for that one. stuff, mate. I've got stuff. one bit more bit of news. Go on. But I feel that you might have this too. Go on then. Uh, VHS? No. 94? No, I haven't. No? no? Oh, shit. So obviously <laughs> VHS 1, 2, 3, they've done, haven't they? Viral. Viral, yeah, 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 yeah sorry. Ones, yeah. Um, so now they're bringing one called, which is coming to Shudder. Ooh. Yeah, VHS 94 um, will be the fourth instalment. Um, of the bloody disgusting produced horror anthology. I fucking loved all the stories so far. I think yeah, they're fantastic. Yeah. In this one, there's a discovery of a mysterious VHS tape. A brutish police SWAT team launch a high-intensity raid on a remote warehouse, only to discover a sinister cult compound whose collection of pre-recorded material uncovers a nightmarish conspiracy. So it looks like, it's, I don't know, it's ramped up. Why not? 94, getting on that fucking 90s bang. Oh, like no, no, Very more, clever. More Very clever. Shit. <laughs> Well, there you go. Um, I'll pass on to you quickly. Shudder, you know, that's worth talking about Shudder. Jacob's Wife, yes. the Barbara Crampton movie, has now dropped on it Shudder UK. Has. yeah, yeah, Go yeah. check that fucking bad boy out. I'll be watching it before the next podcast. Mm. All right. Over to you, Matthew. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, well, have you seen Army of the Dead? Obviously, the next film or prequel film, Army of Thieves. Uh, it's going to be out on Netflix two days before Halloween. Oh, so it's this year? Yeah. That's a quick turnaround, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that it was pretty much in the can. So Zack Snyder's zombie movie, Army of the Dead, is getting two different follow-up projects, including a prequel anime series titled Army of the Dead Lost Vegas. And the other project is a live-action prequel movie uh, titled Army of Thieves, which now has a date. So Army of Thieves takes a bite out of Netflix on October 29th that's weird the shooting schedule must be mad on that yeah i think it, it got shot i think it got shot about the same like literally straight after army of dead so it sent us around the safe cracker dita so uh, a, a small town bank teller, teller dita gets drawn into the adventure of a lifetime when a mysterious woman recruits him to join a crew of interpol's most wanted criminals Attempting to heist a sequence of legendary, impossible-to-crack safes across Europe. 
I mean, it's got a bit of an Ocean's 13 feel to it. But yeah, I don't think it's even going to have zombies in it, no. to be quite honest. Which... Well, it's going to be interesting to see what the tie-in is, if it's just him. Yeah, it will be interesting. Interesting. There's a, a film that looks really, really uh, uh, interesting called It Came From The Deep. It's like a monster movie. Um, so it's I've read up on it, and it's basically re- releasing on digital again. I don't know where. Uh, September 7th from Uncourt Entertainment. Jessie and her friends go deep underground to find out what's happened to her father who claimed a monster lurks in the caves and has killed his friends. Waiting to uncover the truth, they will soon be hunted by a deadly creature from another world. And what's it called? It came from the deep? Yeah. Can't find it on IMDb. Oh, that's interesting. Interesting. Maybe it's got another title. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, it might be too early. I don't know. It's weird. The only last bit of news I've got is quite interesting. There's a lot of um, stuff going around, obviously, John, about John Carpenter at the moment. Um, he's just done um, some remixes of two Churches tracks. You know, you're a fan of Churches. Yeah, yeah, I like and that. And they're fucking amazing. They're really good. It's just like, you know, it's a synth sound. He's just remixed their, two of their tracks, and it's really, really cool. You can get them on Limited 7, but I think they're sold out everywhere, like 7 inches, and they're nice and coloured and stuff oh fucking hell, that's cool however there is a new John Carpenter graphic novel series it's back so this is volume 7 uh, of Twisted Tales massively crafted for your terror um, the latest issue from Storm King Comics will be available on shelves on September 22nd 2021 so that's pretty cool Boom. A graphic novel but interesting um, that's all I've got I'm afraid. On the news? That was good. That was a lot of news. That was a lot of spanking news. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's coming out. It's exciting. They're on the road to Halloween now, so hopefully we see everything. And we like to, I suppose, say a sad and, but, you know, wish everyone well at Fright Fest over the weekend. We won't be doing our Fright Fest special, but it's fine. It's Don't fine. even talk to me about Next year. <laughs> Next year. Next yeah. year we'll be back. We will be back, back. But everyone who's going... Enjoy it. Enjoy the weekend. I hope it's a blind. It looks like a blinder. So, mm. I have a great one. Okay. Well, now let's uh, move on to our main review. Shadow. Coming with us, kid. Get the girl! It's not me you need to be scared of, little girl. But the man standing next to you. Now, I don't know who he is, but I know who he's not. Should I tell her or you? So, we've been back to the cinema yet again, supporting our local cinema. And we have been to watch Don't Breathe 2. Now, obviously, we went to the cinema and watched... Uh, the first one, Paul. Can you remember what we watched before? Don't breathe. Oh yeah, we did a double header. We did do a double header. Yeah. I don't remember what year. No, drag me to hell. No, no, I don't remember what it was. You can't remember. No. It's a series of films, and they've done quite a lot of them. Saw. Nope. Fuck. Guess again. It's about one night 
and everybody gets to kill people. Oh God! Well, we watched Port. It was um, Purge Anarchy. Yeah, I think so. Okay, I think it's Purge Anarchy. Yeah, yeah. That's the reason why we picked. Well, and then we went straight over to a different cinema and watched Don't Breathe Two. Oh fuck! I know. I remember. And that. Sorry, Don't Breathe. Sorry. I remember that night. Yeah. Yeah, that was a bit of a. <laughs> was why good, not? Though, two it? two movies one night. We loved that. Well, that sounds dirty. Uh, two movies one night. Um, anyway, <laughs> moving on. So. The sequel is set in the years following of initial deadly home invasion where Norman Nordstrom, Stephen Lang, lives in a quiet solace until his past of sins catch him up. Norman Norms. I didn't even know that was his fucking name. I didn't know that either. That's amazing. (laughs) Norman Nordstrom. That's a good name. I mean, now I like it a lot more. Um, Obviously, Madeline Grace is Phoenix as well, um, who's sort of the, I would say, the main protagonist in this in this picture and then we got a, gr- a group of fucking shits that surround <laughs> shits <laughs> shits that surround it bastards um i mean this movie is obviously a sequel it doesn't follow directly on to the original which was i don't know maybe it was a complete original story so i don't know how i felt about that i guess we'll talk about that in a minute um the story centers around norm <laughs> call him norm and uh phoenix sort of doing sort of survival in you know and trying he's sort of she's quite isolated from the world by the looks of things he's keeping her quite isolated and then a group of um individuals set upon the house as they did in the first one and set to um kidnap phoenix or do they shall we discuss hmm hmm what do you think about it? what was your thoughts about the fact that let's talk about the fact that this is not a direct sequel and there's no reflection of the first one whatsoever. not really but i think we are led to believe this this is definitely after that situation surely no i don't know there's mm. no there's no correlation there's no timeline but do you think he looks does he look older <laughs> stephen lang is ageless isn't he <laughs> I never look that's so true it's like he's sort of been that old forever isn't he that he's yeah sort of, but then I'm, now you've just made me realize that I'm I was watching this thinking this was definitely set after I had that in my head but now you actually raise that it could actually be like literally a, a prequel story so in the IMDb is to say set in the years following Oh yeah, of course. I just fucking read that. Out. <laughs> 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 but that, you know, who's to say that is true? Because I did be again. What's where did they get that from? Unless they just got that from the director himself. Mm. You know, um, yeah. I love that first one with Jane Levy. I thought it was fucking quality. Well, this is written by the same guy, Feli Alvarez. Mm. Like, so he did the first one, obviously. And he did the old, old remake of Evil Dead, which no one can say that is crap because I thought it was brilliant. But uh, yeah, I don't know about this one. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's an interesting thing. Let me ask you a question: If you had seen this before the first one, what do you what what do you as think? As 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 going to yeah, as an original story, it's great. It's really yeah. good. I mm. thought it's really really good. Not as compelling as the first one. Because we just didn't know. All we knew about the first one is we knew the concept, right? Yeah. We just knew it's these kids. They want to rob a guy who is blind, deaf. Uh, sorry, yeah, blind, not deaf. He was uh, blind. And it's like, that was it. That's all we knew, wasn't it? Like, we didn't know anything else. I like the creativity of 
the location and the sort of use of the house yeah and the use of the senses again that was one of the reasons it sort of got me on this they sort of took the bits that you like from that but then expanded the, the universe again and i'm like obviously they couldn't do the same bloody thing no. but oh, i don't know for me it was like okay he sort of in the first one, you're obviously led to believe these bunch of thieves should should be the bad guys, but then obviously it turns it on his fucking head, and he's fucking got a woman even worse with fucking turkey based to Dan. Dan the, we agreed not to talk about the turkey baster. I uh, yeah, said nothing of the sort. <laughs> <laughs> but there wasn't that. There was a fucking shocking moment in this, which we'll talk about. But like. I don't know. I just felt that they were sort of spurring him to be a hero or an anti-hero. Well, you had scummier, yeah. pe- you had scummier people in it than him. Mm. A lot. Do you think this one is like, this is like, um, this film is all about uh, repentance. Is it repentance? Am I saying that right? So he, this is like his, his way of saying kind of like, sorry for the things that he's done in his past. Um, and also, yeah, because maybe we didn't. This, ha- we, this we, out- we didn't hate him, did we? No, but I must say, I just we just we just blown our whole theory out of the water because this is after set after because of the ending. <laughs> we just fucked out big time. What do you mean? <laughs> because of the ending of the film. Oh, you're gonna have to remind me. <laughs> he dies. Oh yeah. But- <laughs> Did he? Well, that doesn't mean shit. Did he? Yes, That's quite spoilers. We don't. Spoilers. You don't know if he's dies. He could come back as a. Fu- I, I I think he's pretty hey, dead. We we we'll talk about death later in Friday the Thirteenth. Right? Yeah, right. He okay. could come back and be anything he wants. Surely, yeah. death uh, in horror movies. I don't believe is a true thing. Anyway, anyway, but yeah, um, yeah. I suppose this is a whole thing about forgiveness and kind of like doing the right thing or or what. I don't know. If, it's sort of a similar storyline to run, that film Run with Sarah Paulson, where she's got a daughter, so oh, yeah. you know, she's sort oh, of yeah. keeping her captive. So there's some parallels good between chat. that movie good and chat. stuff. Um, like the, the concept was good, you know, and the delivery was good. The shots were fantastic. Mm. You know, some of the shots, they killed a fucking dog. That was really, always irritates me when they have to kill a dog in a mm. movie. Um, but yeah, the sort of home invasion side of things was good. It, it was really gory. Um, the violence was like, you know, on a level that was that was interesting to watch and watching him do his little little thing and tiptoe around the, uh, the house was good. And watching it sort of passing the torch, if you like, to uh, Phoenix. She yeah. was great. Yeah, yeah she yeah. was she fantastic. Was she, held, she held that movie up. Um, so all of that sort of stuff was fantastic. And I, I really enjoyed yeah. watching it as a spectacle. I just thought. I don't know why. I would like to understand why they just didn't have any any link back to the first one. Then you get this really dark storyline, mm. and that, that this is a guy that I don't really. I'm not a really big fan of of that kind of that villain guy that was the the head of them. Let's say was it the dad? Yeah, I can't remember his bloody name now. Something but, the third. Uh, is it uh, Raylan? I think his name was. It was uh, which, which, yeah, you figure out that he's been in jail uh, and he's got out and now he now needs to fight. He needs, for some reason, to go and find his daughter and kidnap her back. Yeah, which you thought first think, oh, that's okay. 
Maybe that's I mean, they believable. Do in, they do it in a really... Of. It's banned of fucking reprobates and mm. stuff like that. There's yeah. some great kills. There are some great kills. Yeah, I like this. the... the, 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 the um, uh, the guy that gets his face super glued up. Fucking ace. <laughs> so the, there's some really, good. really interesting like sequences in this. Um, but the sort of whole coming back to get your daughter, you, you know, okay, you're kind of thinking fair play, but it doesn't, something doesn't feel right. These guys are obviously scum, scumbags. But I, I must admit this, when this was like put to us as an audience, my mouth dropped and I didn't know how to feel about it. It did do the job for me. It, mm. it shocked me, mm. but I got a bit annoyed of it. I think after, after a little bit mm. and that's like spo- major spoilers. It's like, um, a, a mum was supposedly burnt in the fire and she's not, she's alive barely. And mm. the reason why is she's obviously the cook. Um, she was like a meth accident. And so that's why you could think that he was doing a favor. I mean, at first I thought, Maybe he set the house on fire, and yeah. that would have been at least a sort of tie-up. But there's no indication that he did. He just found her on the street. Yeah. But like, obviously they, whatever happened, meth lab explosion, fucked the mum mum up, and she's lived a long time. And this is you know her last chance. Apparently, that yeah. always annoys me. This is suddenly the last chance, and she needs a heart, and she needs a donor, and so what? She's gonna fucking kill her kid. It, that's when I was just like, uh, I was just like, this is just a bit too much. It went just that little step too far. Up until that point, I was just like, I didn't really know where it was going. I knew there was, you could feel that there's obviously something weird going on, couldn't you? Because the dad was quite, it, it's a bit weird. But then when, when the mum's introduced, it's just a really strange bit because they take ages for her to be introduced into coming out of the dark to light. And this is where I thought it was going to have something to do with the other character. I thought, I was thinking, oh, what's the timeline schedules? Is he, have got, has he gone and stolen um, the child of the previous um, girl that was in the first one? Maybe she had a baby and he stole her or something. Um, I don't know. Maybe that was the plan and they just changed and she didn't want to do it. And then they changed the storyline slightly or... But this, it just seems so weird and far-fetched. And then she's suddenly brought into the light and like, oh, you don't know who this is. Why the big draw and why the big, the sudden reveal? And it's just like, it's not, it was just a bit much for me. Yeah, it's a bit too, it went a bit too sci-fi for me, I suppose. Like, and just like, where, I don't know, suddenly stepped into like, I don't know, maybe not quite Grindhouse, but it's just kind of really really grimy and it didn't yeah, seem yeah i mean it was fucking it really annoyed me that they were gonna like cut her open and stuff and that what the reason is that she's the cook so they can't do about her and you're like fuck off and then you think okay right this is what they're doing they're turning old norman into a, a proper vigilante hero i suppose yeah. and that you can it, it twists it up you've they're got just to... t- the t- turning the tables aren't they mm. maybe one too many times i think for me that's what maybe let it down slightly Mm. Um, but again, again, you can't get away from the, the the sequences. You can't get away from the way they were shot. Oh, that's yeah. And and really the deaths really are fantastic, you know, and the way it's done. And yeah. some great eye popping scenes as well. We love an eye gouge, don't we? Mm, we do love an eye gouge. So, and that guy, was, you know, the dad. 
Yeah, Raylan. Fucking shit, Raylan. Shit. Um, I was trying to rack my brains where he's from, and I couldn't. I had to go to IMDb, and because I, I recognised him from somewhere, and he was in Empire Records. He's one of the dudes in Empire Records, and that's the only thing that I recognise him from. He's Warren. Okay, so he's he plays the. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like so surprised because I was, I thought it'd be something more recent. But I was like, I recognise him. I recognise him. I mean, he's been in three billboards. Yeah, uh, he's in Russian know. Doll. He's not had a bad. Not seen that, but Russian Doll's good. Um, he's not had a bad um, IMDb, to be honest. And the mum, I was trying to wrap my brains where she's from. Can I guess? I, I thought it, she reminded me of Sucker Punch. One of the girls from Sucker Punch. No, no. my way off. She's from a film called Nina Forever that I saw about like a, a dead woman that keeps bothering. Uh, it's a really good film actually, uh, and she's a dead girl. And she keeps bothering her ex. Like she's like a ghost. She comes back. No, she's and she's from Utopia. She's from Utopia. Yeah, she's yeah. fucking awesome. In she, mm. Jessica Hyde mm. from um, Utopia. That's weird, isn't it? That's annoying because she's I was, great. again. I, I recognised her. Ah, see, that's kind of a wasted talent there. Yeah, I didn't, so that's why I, did, I didn't think she was that great in this. She just no. I don't know. There's something just about didn't her. like that side of things. No. no, and there was sort of one bad guy that was kind of always got blonde hair and you know <laughs> utter psychopath and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. However, one thing I did like about the second act is was there was the fact that the hotel they used was pretty cool. The setting was awesome. Like it's really cool, like gothic looking, old school hotel that they're obviously using as a crack house or whatever. That did look good. The backdrop of that was really really cool. But yeah, overall, I just, yeah, I, I, it wasn't amazing, but it had a lot to live up to. And I don't know if they should have gone for it. I don't know if they should have done it without actually directly connecting to the other one. Well, now we've seen it and it's it's done. It's like, okay, maybe it's a little bit of a, bis- a disappointment. Um, but like I said, don't think there won't be a don't breathe free. Yeah, you think he's dead? I don't think. I never think anyone's dead. Dead. They can bring back yeah, anyone they fucking want. Maybe. Or what we could say, we could just say, yeah, this is the last one. But there could be a bit in the middle that does another film like a prequel in the middle of Don't Breathe and Don't Breathe Two. You can't de-age Stephen Lang. He <laughs> just looks fucking old all the time, doesn't he? Yeah. That's fucking nuts. All right, I ain't got much more to say about this one. No, I haven't either. Should we? Uh... Rate this what bad boy. How many then? breaths are you giving it? I'm gonna give it a fair six. It's a bit above average for me. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd say five six. So yeah, let's say six. Okay. Six breaths out of ten. Six I mean. breaths out of ten for uh, don't breathe two then. <laughs> I can't see. On to next episode's movie then. Whoo! Mm. <clears throat> don't don't you say it? Don't you say it? Candyman. Candyman. You're the one that's gonna kill, not me anyway. Fuck it out. Yes, it will be candy. Will it? Because it was supposed to be out two weeks ago, so it should be out of the cinema, right? It's got a date. It comes out on 27th. I'm sure it does. 100%. Yes, that's what I saw on the advert on TV. Sweet. So, Candyman is our. (laughs) They're plugging the shit out of Jordan Peele produced Candyman. Really looking forward to that bad boy. Mm. Awesome. All right, then, without further ado, let's move on to our something to scream about. Billy. What do you want from me? Why don't you run from me? What are you wondering? What do you know? Why aren't you scared? 
scared of me Why do you care for me When we all fall asleep Where do we go So this episode's something to scream about I am going to ask the question And we're both going to answer obviously So, so I'm going to say If you had a time machine And you could go back And talk to your younger self Let's say Ballpark figure 15 years old and stood in the video shop, and you're stood in the video, sh- video shop as a 15-year-old. Yeah, blocks, Blockbuster was still open. Yeah, and you go back in a time machine, and you're going to talk to your 15-year-old self in that video shop, and recommend three horror movies you would tell yourself to rent. This is bloody hard. Because... I know what yours would be. Okay, I don't think you do. Debbie does Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know Electric Blue was on the Electric <laughs> Blue <laughs> and Red Shoes, Red Shoes Diary I've already got them on the layaway La- Last Boy Scouts the, the, they already had that for me I've already yeah. got them in my hand um, oh, this is tough man because at this point let's say 15 yeah. I'd already watched Hellraiser and been scared out of my fucking brain no. so, so we're, we're talking when? what year were you 96 so 96 you were 15 the so year Scream came out it's got to be Pre nineteen ninety six. I'd already watched Silence of the Lambs at a sleepover. Right. Hellraiser. There we go. Three boys. Um, Poltergeist. Child's Play. Been, all been ticked off. Yeah. Not That's what I found yeah. really hard. This is I've seen a lot. The Shining. I'd already watched. Yeah. So this is a this is this is a tough one. Jaws. You know from, from Gremlins. This is a tough one. But there was a couple that I hadn't seen, and it obviously okay. turned into absolute. Monster Squad's another one. <laughs> um, I think uh, uh, I know that I know that I know similar. what I was missing in okay. my at fifteen, and I didn't appreciate it until much older. Okay. Um. So I'll go for my first one. Um. Am I doing all three? Are we doing? Yeah, do all three. Yeah. Okay. So Basket Case, because oh. I never got to rent that, and I fucking loved the rewatch that we did. The, yeah. Well, the move from the vault. Um. Real original. Fucked up like a lot more sort of pervy driller killer style than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, and I yeah. love the um, the VHS. It was mm. always there right in front of me. I never rented that one. Yeah, I see what you mean. So that was sort of definitely one that I'd be like, oi, oi, go and fucking watch that. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to fucking, it's going to fuck you up or you're going to laugh. But John Carpenter, I never, I never got into John Carpenter until right, later. Okay. So I definitely go watch Halloween. And then slap your 15-year-old yeah, self. Yeah, give him a fucking... Give my, well, I would have curtains at the time and an undercut. So, yeah, I'll, put, <laughs> I'll pull his hair. <laughs> pop all his little pimples. What What would you have been wearing? Oh, uh, <laughs> 15. <laughs> Glasses, which I didn't need because I baked to an optician. Um, at 15, let's say, a hyper-colour T-shirt. All right, okay. Yeah, and just like baggy jeans, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you're a cool kid. Was I? No. <laughs> <laughs> Was I? <laughs> definitely, definitely not. <laughs> Probably like a a Foster's rugby shirt or something. Oh like my that. god, Foster's Boys Club. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. Oh my god, Foster's Boys Club. Oh jeez. Yeah, I, I I looked like a proper nerd. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't have any <laughs> sense of fashion whatsoever. Still don't. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Halloween and the thing. 
because I hadn't watched the thing. Oh, really? They were to my well. I mean, I thought they live, but you know, you could just say what you just literally go and kick them in the balls and say, <laughs> and say, look, watch all of fucking John Carpenter's movies now. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Do it. Go and watch They Live. Go and watch fucking The Fog, The Thing. Give them an order and stuff like that. Mm. And just watch it because I'd watched American Wealth in London at this point as well. Yeah, yeah. One, one of my favorite movies because I knew about that from the Thriller VHS. You remember yeah. that? It was like mentioned by. Because John, John Landis yes. did that video. So that yeah, so yeah, I'd known right. about American Wealth in London. But yeah, I hadn't really got a clue. I wouldn't. I don't even remember looking at the shelf uh, and seeing Halloween on there. I don't know. It, it would have been there. It would have been there. But I think I was, fo- I was definitely focused more on on um, Jason and stuff like that. The hockey mask sort yeah. of got me a lot more than that, I think. But I'm like, how wrong was I? Like, you know, you've got all that music, that explosive synth and stuff like that and I look even back then young Paul would have been well appreciated of the, um, the soundtrack but that would have been, uh, young, been Paul. Uh, young Paul so yeah that's what I'm going for because I definitely because my yeah, I'm jealous piece. a little bit of my brother my little brother yeah. who's like seven years younger than me because he got to kind of have my right had you as an influence him, so yeah. he owned you know, he at, well young, at younger than fifteen. He, yeah. He'd had like copies of the thing and all that sort of stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. True, true. He had a good childhood. Bless him. That is good. That is good. I didn't do too bad. Like I said, I've watched. You know, I had I had some good friends who liked the horror stuff. The horror mm. was definitely prevalent. You know, and I I, I watched TV. It. It's weird, isn't it? Because the like, stand. I t- watched the stand as yeah. well. <laughs> you touched on like friends and surrounding yourself with friends. Isn't it strange how? your friends influence you over like horror movies where you would go and, and get a horror movie where it's like, not all friends are like that. Surely it's like, you don't always don't get know. that. It's but so I, weird, isn't it? My mate, John, um, loved his horror as much as I did. He was, he was really into his mega drive and his, he was, uh, really into his alien free on the mega drive. I remember yeah, watching yeah. that and we'd always go down the video slow and, and like get a dodgy yeah we'd watch the horrors in his room he had a bigger room than i did a little sofa you know so we'd yeah, we snuggle up together with, and... with a candle <laughs> <laughs> the same undercut brilliant <laughs> after, right, you, after you dressed up to go into town on a saturday <laughs> put your best shirt on yeah we cycled we cycled maybe in a got... little squirt of uh links nah. africa no. all right go on i want to hear yours because you're a little bit older than me, so... Yeah, but I suppose so. But I've, I've been a bit... I suppose you could say I'm a bit boring, but I really would have gone back to myself. And calling back to the films that we've watched, I would have definitely gone to myself if it was there, which I don't think it probably would have been. I don't know why, but Sleepaway Camp is, is would be a must. I'd be like, definitely run that, because you will not fucking see what's I coming don't whether i would understand it i don't the thing know is, i don't think you could have 15 rented, mm. i don't think you could have rented this leapway camp i, really I don't got think my dad it's together. available and that's what i think yeah I, I don't i don't remember it i can't remember it being, being on, the on the shelf no you'd have to hunt that one down but yeah definitely i'd tell yeah. him to go fucking look for it fine <laughs> then yeah. you could be the one in the playground have you seen that? fucking the <laughs> 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 Phantasm would be another one. <laughs> I got that. That's my next one. Phantasm. Yeah, you bastard. Yes. So Phantasm was another one. Which I, I was like, because I thought trick. it was brilliant. I thought it was 
fucking such a good movie and I was just like really surprised and it's one of those things that I've always wanted to watch and I, I, I picked up the fucking VHS when I was there with the strange fucking ball on the front and like just it always drew me in it was like because I, I would say Nightbreed but I watched Nightbreed I picked up that fucking weird cover that just had this big f- Nightbreed had this big fat dude with a head like low down wearing nothing but a loincloth and it was just like it was the weirdest cover ever it just showed one of the monsters in it's all its glory when it, it could have had such a better cover that was only one cover that that's probably others but yeah and the other other one well two i would have said i'm trying i'm getting four sorry but humanoid from the deep <laughs> that was close that was fucking close um but night of the comet come oh, on oh yeah. Do you know what that's? I know, I know. I fought with that. Like not having night of the comet on my list. That's a that's that's what I thought. I thought even night of, the, night of the creeps and killer clowns. That's the other one. Killer I had. clowns night from of the outer creeps. space. Night of the creeps. Those two, man. Like yeah. I don't know. If, that's the thing. I don't know. Do you think you would have appreciated? I um, think I got more killer from clowns. It. I, I, killer clowns definitely. I would have got killer clowns. That would have been like on on repeat for mm. me because I at that point I watched Class of Newcomb High as well and you know yeah. that sort of thing so oh I, that's see that's another one I would have uh, told yeah. me because I never watched <laughs> that when I was a kid and I would have said watch that fucking movie now yeah because I've watched like Ghoulies I've watched you know all those maybe I would have said uh, go and rent the Boogans whatever it is the Boogans <laughs> <laughs> Boogans whatever it was it called I don't know Boogans but yeah I don't know like not, not the comment for me I, I, if you have a copy of the Boogans out there please send it my way I fell in love with that movie when we watched it. And yeah. What I, I still watch it like every couple of months. I fucking absolutely adore it's it. It's a brilliant, brilliant movie. Um, and I don't know, watching it as 15, would I, it's, I was pretty intelligent. I was pretty intellectual. I maybe mm. would have got it. I don't know. I just watching it after a plethora of other movies and mm. stuff. Like, I don't know. It, it was just, it was just perfect timing for, for yeah. to watch it. Yeah. And then to watch Night of the Creeps the week after. Yeah, I know. That's like, <laughs> That was good. That was good stuff. But yeah, yeah. Oh, what you would do, I mean, obviously, if you had a time machine, you'd do a lot more than go and visit your fucking self in a fucking video shop. But I'd love to go and watch my 15-year-old self see what he's up to. I don't want to see what he's doing, <laughs> mate. I, I do not want to see that. Yeah, the good collection of FHM magazines back in the day. <laughs> Other magazines are available. Blair Witch poster on the wall. Not yeah. quite yet, actually. That's a lie. Mm. I had I had a, a a big massive poster of an alien busting through someone's bedroom door. It's quite a popular one. Mm, I had as soon as the Blair Witch and just phenomenal Baywatch started. Posters. I remember having the Blair Witch poster, and um, was adamant that I was going to get the stick tattooed and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have been I would have been happy with that that would never have got covered. Oh dear. <laughs> oh mate, that was a good question. Liked it. Thank you very much. Liked it a lot. Um, so yeah, we'll work on a, if you guys have got any questions you'd like to ask us, anything you'd want to ask your three-year-old self or anything like that, a bit weird, but yeah, <laughs> I don't really think that three-year-old Paul would have much to say about any horror movies back then, but you never know. <laughs> okay, so that was good chat, and let's uh, go to our movie from the vault. Hello? 
on a June night in 1980, Friday the 13th, 12 of her friends were murdered. Why should Friday the 13th, 1981, be any different? Friday the 13th, part two. The body count continues. 14. This episode's movie from the vault. Um, I picked it, and it was uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. It follows on from <laughs> the death of Mrs. Voorhees, um, and Craig Camp Crystal Lake is shut down, but a camp next to the infamous place is stalked by an unknown assailant. Literally right next door. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean this movie. Is a direct sequel, you know, we had Mrs. Voorhees with her head locked off in the first one. And we are following a, gr- a bunch of camp, what are they, a bunch of camp... Uh, Trainees, Camp counsellors, is that yeah, what they're called? Yeah, counsellors, but they're, they're sort of, training. Yeah, they're, they're training, they're going for some training. It's a, ca- it's a trainee counsellor camp. So, yeah, there you go. It's not it. campers. Oh, it's good, Say mate. that five times. Fuck you. <laughs> and we follow them angst, you know, and something is being left in the woods. What is it? Well, we know dun, what it is. Dun, dun. <laughs> so, have you watched this movie before? I have, yeah. I had watched this when I was a, a wee, young wee snapper. It's not one of the ones that I would go back and watch over and over again. Um, I think we had that little conversation, didn't we? We were more a bit when the hockey mask came in. That was when... We're not our faves, wasn't it, really? Yeah, I'm agreeing with you. I, I was much more of a fan of From Free Onwards and stuff mm. like that. I like the whole zombie element of it, I suppose. Um, Supernatural. But, yeah, um, but the first two, you got to, you know, get, it warms your appetite. It gets you, yeah. you know, it understands. And it's a lot lot darker, I suppose. Um, you know, maybe they didn't get used to the fact that we just want these fucking monumental, awesome deaths that we get in the later ones. <laughs> But, you know, there's a lot. There's a lot of deaths in the second one. It's a good sequel. Um, you know, we get the gratuitous nudity, as we do. Um, the, well, this one follows... This does introduce uh, Jason to be to the, to the you know, the ranks of um, serial killer, which is, you know, obviously this is where his kill count starts. 
because the first one we can't really count that we can't count that because that's his mum um so this is where his kill count starts and it's a it's, an, it's a pretty pretty decent one he gets his uh gets quite a few numbers in this you know um and he's wearing a sack on his head but you know it's mm. not i thought it was a burlap sack but it's not isn't it it's like a white sacky sheet thing it's supposed to be a burlap sack sack i don't know it's not a burlap sack though i thought no, that a burlap but... sack was like the whole wicker fit look this is like a white of. sack yeah, I don't know. For some reason, though, when I, when I remember, I remember this film very, very differently. Really? Yeah. Let's talk about the opener, because obviously we have the the girl from the first one. Oh. go on then. <laughs> well, it's a bit of a like, it's a weird one, isn't it? Because she, she's straight in it, and and it's a very long intro with lots of flashbacks. It's like. Saying, "Oh, this happened in the last movie for the first, for the first like fifteen minutes of the film," um, and uh, she's obviously getting stalked in a flat wherever she is, and then she just gets killed. I think this was like an editing choice. I think they shot the movie, realized it was sh- it was cut down too short. because I think it's only eighty three minutes, and they just went, "Oh, let's stick 10, 15 minutes on at the start of the person from the." the previous movie because we didn't really address that riving around on a bed but we'll just stick a load of footage from with the first a, with one a dream sequence for like fucking 10 minutes really annoy everyone and then we'll just fucking kill her don't even know who killed her what you know is she supposed to be close to the i don't really get it because it just seemed to be so disjointed did he hunt her down and find her address i don't know weird but it pretty much start <clears throat> after that after you get rid of that and you get the kind of start the same the same start <laughs> from the first one pretty much I, I think you could have probably got away with just not having that at all couldn't you what the the start the, yeah yeah. You just didn't didn't really need to tie up that last they could have just left it where it was she could be alive later on and come back like they did with Nancy mm, maybe you know? yeah maybe maybe Lost something there should have could have would have should have could have would have yeah but the first death lovely little ice pick to the skull not enough blood for me but you know job done <laughs> Um, and then we move on to the Camp Crystal Lake and the pickup truck coming into the same bloody town, same bike guy. <laughs> same. Town idiot. Yeah. Um, and then it's sort of getting into the camp and getting into that whole camp angst and the whole, we do get the same sort of POV. That is synonymous. Yeah. The POV yeah. stalking in the woods sort of view, which is good. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean... It, it it's almost I always remember this when I was a kid and I remembered it this time watching it that it's almost a kind of like the same kind of start as the first one but not actually camp counsellors they're just trainees even down to the point that one of the characters is wearing pretty much the same outfit that Kevin Bacon's wearing and pretty much gets kind of reverse killed the kind of same way but different yeah, instead of an arrow through the neck, he gets a spear through him through, and his girlfriend. Yeah, a, du- a double, a double, double kill. kill. Impressive double kill. double kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not bad. Um, yeah, so, yeah, that was interesting. We get the bike guy. <laughs> Dead. Again, it's like... Kill him it, off. It, it, that was a bit weird because he didn't really have anything. He just went, oh, don't, don't go there. And then literally it was like, well, let's just put him in just to kill him. Yeah. Again, there seems to be a lot of he that. got away from the first one. He got away from that. All right, it was fine. It's sort of... No. This movie, I don't, it's sort of like... It trundled along and he just sort of kept on killing people. Hmm. 
in different, in, in, in more opportunist ways. Mm. And we noted a couple of things like, you know, Jason's not that big in this one, but then he's kind of a teenager, I suppose. I mean, we're only talking, was it like three years after the, it's supposed to be set three years after. Yeah. And in filming sense. Five, was it five years? I think? Was it, I don't know, filming sense. Five, yeah. It, it's like, it was out the year after. You know, those Friday the Thirteenth movies came thick and fast in the eighties. Mm. They had like eight of them, didn't they? I think. Yeah, something like that. So yeah. it was a lot. It was full. Um, but so this one just deaths upon deaths. I mean, we had the bike guy go. Then we had a cop running yeah. through the woods. You remember Random that cop that just like literally saw all saw a glimpse of a guy run off. So he thought he'd just stop and run after him through the through the woods. Uh, but not bother getting his gun out and just come to a creepy little house. And, um, yeah, he gets... Finds the shrine that we don't get to see until later. Did he later. get macheted? Uh, he did get a machete. Mm. So, machete death. Death to cops. Now, let, let's just... Oh, no, hammer to the head. I oh, think, that was it, the yeah. Cop. Yeah. I want to address something here. And I'm going to show you a picture because we talked about this. And uh, we've got to talk about the guy from Ratatouille. <laughs> I'm showing Paul a picture of the guy from Ratatouille. I mean, you're not. You're showing me the yeah. guy from the fucking movie, but yeah, pretty much. Man, it looks exactly like yeah, him. Yeah, but it's the most pointless actor in the whole well, fucking thing. Well, we know every film has a bumbling idiot, a kind of a joker, but kind of wise guy, cracking guy. There was no need for this guy to survive. We just don't even hear about it. Mm. It's kind of a pointless. He doesn't even have that... He doesn't even have the... I'm going to save a damsel every moment. He just gets pissed and... I think he's going off to they, a strip they, club. They, they literally lead you down... Do you think they lead you down a garden path for that one? Yeah, unnecessary. Because heel turn kind unnecessary. of thing. But, <laughs> unnecessary. Because we all voted... Makes you angry. Yeah, well. Just like having these points. You just wanted to see him die, didn't you? Definitely. The you guy from that I mean, they, they took out the guy, poor guy in the wheelchair. Um, but before that, we had old poor Scotty from... Uh, who was also in Chopping Mall. Yeah, the old per- the old perv, good looking perv. Um, <laughs> someone was going nudie swimming, which Matt didn't really quite understand. Not when you're on your own in a creepy woods. I'm going for a walk after dinner. Hmm, might just stop here and take all my clothes off and go swimming. Bit weird. Just an opportunity for the guy to run off of her clothes and play a bit of a trick. Creepy. However, the trick gets on him and he ends up roped up, side down. <laughs> Hanging. Um, gutted. And then, he, no, he doesn't get gutted. He gets his neck sliced. Oh, yeah. Neck slice, yeah. And then we get our first annoying off-camera kill. Yeah, she's old nudie. We, we we see her body later. Kind of, again, poor editing choice and should have probably just killed her. Yeah, off-screen kills do piss me off. Mm. The most devastating, I suppose, death yeah. of this whole thing was um, the poor guy in the wheelchair. I mean... <laughs> yeah, give him a break. They gave him a proper me. death, though. <laughs> <laughs> what, did he get stuck? He got stuck through the... Um, <laughs> through the wheelchair, and he flies off down all the stairs. Literally gets pushed down about a million stairs. <laughs> but then they cut it away in this weird little sequence where suddenly he's, off, he's, he's trundling down the stairs. Oh, and it goes in slow-mo, doesn't it? it? Like in, slow motion. Yeah, and it goes white, and it sort of... It's almost like a TV death or something. Weird. It's weird. That was strange. That was strange. I think it was. It was. It was in. Um, they were trying to sync it up with two people having sex to, <laughs> to the orgasm, and then it was like. Oh. <laughs> it's a bit weird, wasn't it? 
right as you like went from him going down go, ah! and then it just changes ah! weird so weird <laughs> so at this point we've got ice pit kill yeah bike guy barbed wire Chip. hammer to hedge cop yeah next life scott and booby girl they're all dead mm. machete to wheelchair that's six so we've had six deaths so far mm. not bad then he comes into the two people haven't who should never have sex in the movie, really. And then we get the double kill. Yeah. So that amps it up to eight. Yeah. It's not bad. Not a bad little kill count, though. Who else dies? Ah! Oh, so this is the most synonymous scene. This is what everyone talks about when they talk about Friday the 13th. The yep. Nicker girl, we call her. I don't know her name. Okay. She was the one who was going off to get tarted up for the, the guy in the wheelchair. Oh, yeah. She put on a nice silky brown drawers. <laughs> It just goes out to a car. That's weird. Um, but she's not the final girl. Oh, yeah. She, did we forget about the random conversation she has with the guy in the wheelchair? <laughs> like, literally, uh, all she's interested in is getting laid. Yeah. Does it still work? And it's <laughs> just like, I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> but she has the most, one of the most lamest deaths. She's mm. not a final girl. No way. She's not even attempting to run away or attack him. She is, she's dead. Yeah. Knife. Dead, dead, dead. Worst death ever that's nine from nine what they were leading deaths. up to i thought they were going to get i thought it was going to be a lot better a better death because it, it kind of like took a while didn't it yeah but that's it we get nine deaths and mm. then we get final girl and then Ginny. we get the most Ginny. Ginny, our final girl who ted ted don't even make a show like you said he's <laughs> fucked off that's a ratatouille guy there was was there another girl with her paul hang on did paul die Paul no, di- no, he don't. You Paul don't. doesn't die. You don't see him. Yeah, you don't see him die, do you? He gets his. He gets his. He gets knocked on his ass, and he mm. comes back again. Yeah. Does he die then? No. So he, they're both alive at the. Oh, they are. But you just don't. She goes. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this is the weirdest runaround sequence ever. This is why eighty slasher movies are so fucking great and so mm. synonymous with these uh, runaround bits because of this scene. Is bonkers. The cat and mouse kind of scenes. She and it is proper cat and mouse. She's hiding behind rocks, trees, and he's not seeing it. Pissing herself under beds. She pissed herself under a bed. That was <laughs> oh, because a rat passed her, right? Random. Weird. <laughs> so weird. But you know, eventually they get run, and you know they find the shrine, and this is where she puts on. She does a role reversal. The old Mrs. Voorhees sweater, and that's enough to throw him, apparently. Yeah. And just enough time. Reverse to... psychology. Get a fucking machete to the shoulder. Mm. He's left mortally wounded in this movie. It's very important to recognise <laughs> that. You think she would have just gone to town on him. But they don't. They just walk off. I think, oh, he's done. We'll just go and sit in this cabin and relax now. But no. He comes back again. Poor Ginny. She's silly, Ginny. But no, it's... um. It's not a bad one, and there's some good cat and mouse moments. Um, not, no, not at all. I mean, it sounds like we've been down on it, but it's actually quite enjoyable to watch. Yeah, good fun. Good 80s yeah. fucking classic, mate. Loved it. 81, my year that I was born. I'll be happy. I'm happy to have this in my in my birth year. All right, I want to see if we've got any decent Matt's facts, mate. I, I, I hope so. We'll, we'll, we'll try and cover up some of those um, kind of things that we were talking about, really. Um so, this is quite interesting. <laughs> Originally, the sex scene between Sandra and Jeff was a lot longer and included full frontal nudity from actress Marta Koba. 
But when Paramount Studios discovered that she was only 16, the nudity was edited out and the film was destroyed, according to producers, anyway. Yeah, rightfully so. <laughs> Fucking hell. He's, he's, he's got... I said to you when we were watching it, I said, she looks really young. Yeah. Fucking wow. Hell. Naughty boys. Um, following the release of Friday the 13th, uh, 1980, uh, Adrian, Adrian King had numerous encounters with an obsessive fan. This is the obviously the final girl from the first one. The situation escalated into stalker case and she decided to avoid any further acting opportunities. She has not done any on-screen films work since, but has done voiceover work on several films more than 15 years later. So I think that was the last film. Sorry. Her last moment was getting an ice pick to the head. No, it's way. Uh, the plot of part two shocked most people associated with the film. Betsy Palmer, Tom Savini and Sean Cunningham all have made public remarks about how stupid it was that Jason was alive the whole time. And that if he was, then why didn't he just tell his mother that he was alive, which would have avoided all the murders in part one. <laughs> which they got a point. <laughs> Kind of. <laughs> I get it. I wasn't going to mention that. <laughs> I was going to give... Oops. I was going to give the benefit of the doubt that he was just hiding out. I am. I'm just yeah. taking <laughs> So, I want to talk about Ratatouille guy again because I was just fucking pissed that he didn't get killed. Uh, almost every Friday the 13th movie has a prankster or a comic relief character. In Friday the 13th Part 2, it's Ted played by Stu Charno. In the middle of part two, Ted tells Ginny and Paul he's going into town to get some beers. Ironically, this character's wind up avoiding the slaughtering by not missing the last call. Because he stays in town all night long, chasing beers and girls, he's able to avoid Jason. Ted is the only one of the characters who survives the carnage simply by going off and partying for the rest of the movie, which is not true because there was two characters that went with him. That they didn't talk about. So, yeah. Uh, Ted is not the final guy or girl. He just goes off and parties. And oddly, for a slasher movie, this saves him. Very oddly. That's what I think. It kind of is the exception to the rule, yeah. isn't it? Which yeah. is really interesting. Bit of a heel turn. I had a good couple of uh, nods on his um, IMDb. Christine and uh, Sleepwalkers. Mm. So two uh, Stephen Kings under his belt, which is quite interesting to see. And Knight, R- Knight Rider. The last fact I've got, mate, is that there are nine kills. But if you count the dream sequence, 12. I don't count the dream. Why the fuck would you count the dream sequence? Because it's in the film, isn't it? So you can mm. say how many kills in this film or how many kills is the kill count. But yeah, oh, nine controversial kills. Controversial quiz question. I like yeah, it. Yeah, you could, yeah, it's true. Nice. Yeah. Mate, I really enjoy, you know, it's good to see the sequel, but I'm really excited while well, in the next year getting involved in Friday the 13th Part 3. That's what I'm... Yeah, when we get into the, the nitty-gritty. Yeah, so nice. let's rate this bad boy. Oh, tough for me. Um, probably one of my least favourite out of the franchise, I'd say. Mm. So we're going to go, um, you know, mid-range for this one. It's a five for me. I think I think that's fair because um, it's not it's not one that I went to all the time. I know a lot of people out there probably will. Uh, have loved this movie and I can understand why but for me personally yeah five five out of ten it's middle of the road I feel I want I want to get into the my kind of era 
yeah definitely well, i say my era but the, my kind of thing that i started to really love it but yeah it's all good all right well, that's a six and a five today mate Ooh, a bit down on it okay but what i'd like to hear from you now is it's your pick it's my pick pull the movie from the vault from my ass i mean so what i've got a little option for you today so i'm gonna give you do you want to go fun or do you want to go something we ain't seen something i haven't seen before oh okay i'll save the other one for later and i'm not going to tell you what it is so on the next episodes movie from the vault we will be doing street trash oh have you seen it no and Good. it's on um shudder yes i believe or so amazon prime i can't remember one of them, one of them yeah Ooh, i wonder what the fun one was because <laughs> this mm. might be fun <laughs> It might, be it might be really fun yeah i don't know a lot of people talk about it i've seen clips of it and um, oh, i'd like a street trash t-shirt yeah so now as soon as we watch it i can officially buy one hopefully right? if it's good <laughs> don't care if it's good it's one <laughs> all right good pick man i like it and that brings hopefully. us maybe uh well it brings us to another the end of another episode um on to episode 86 we are going to be watching handyman Ask them to scream about. Let's get some listeners involved. Let us know what you want us to talk about. And then Matt has just pulled from the vault street trash. And there's only one more thing to say. When there's no more room in hell, here's another podcast. I am the devil. And I am here to do the devil's work. You can follow us on Twitter at DrawOneLast. Instagram at DrawOneLastBreath. Or pop us an email at draw one last breath pod at hotmail.com. <laughs>